MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Raw? Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. And this is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door before you even show up. So today you're really going to need to check those feelings, depending on how you feel about things. So the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict came down. And this is going to have a major impact on our society And also on sports. And so we're going to discuss that now. So uh, he was found guilty. I'm sorry, not guilty on all five counts. First degree intentional homicide. First degree reckless homicide. First degree attempted intentional homicide. And two counts of first degree reckless endangerment. And the jury was also at was asked to consider lesser versions of several counts. But obviously they were not swayed at all by by that. And so the first thing is, is that as it relates to everything. I, as a black man, when when I saw this, because I watched a decent amount of the uh, trial, Ralph, and this was the expected result 
but that doesn't make it not frustrating. And 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 it takes me immediately back to which is which we'll cover in a minute, but something that I hate to say, but sometimes I think it needs to be said is that if Kyle Rittenhouse and and, and you can tell me if I'm tripping Ralph, it's fine. If Kyle Rittenhouse were a black man, would he have made it out of Kenosha alive or would he have been found guilty? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think the, the idea of trying to imagine a situation in which a black 17 year old was storing his AR 15 at a friend's house that was purchased for him because he was not legally able to do so decided to go to like a proud boys rally. Um, met resistance and in the process three people got shot two people got killed it's hard to imagine that person not taking a bullet or or not in some way facing prosecution it's it's very very hard to imagine but at the same time it's a it's a hypothetical that we create in order to put ourselves in a position that we're not, you know? And so it, it's tough in this country when, when you realize that there, there are multiple Americas, not just two Americas. It's not just black and white. There's rich and poor natives have issues. Asians have issues, especially during COVID. Latino people got their own issues in this country. It's, you know, there are a lot of Americas and there are a lot of standards and it's not black and white. It's super gray. And it really depends on the circumstance and the prosecution and, 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 and everything else. And in this case, in particular, I don't even know if the crime exists on the books that you could have perfectly prosecuted Kyle Rittenhouse for, you know, I I don't even, I don't even know if that's a thing. Well, part of, part of it is, I think that the, the, that the prosecution should have gone after more of the lesser charges as well, because I know that there's a, you know, it, it, it's almost like trying to get Al Capone for trying for, for, for crimes, as opposed to what he got, got for was tax evasion. And Here's the thing that I hope that we can get to, because the probably the most frustrating part for me was the amount of people that were invested in a not guilty verdict for Kyle Rittenhouse due to like legal technicalities, like, you know, self self defense. And mind you, that's not a, a quote unquote legal technicality. But the idea, though, that you can incite something. And then turn around and say that I need to stand my ground or I'm afraid without there being some cognitive negligence in terms of what did you do to, you know, to make this situation come about? 
And the part that scares me the most is, is that him walking on all the charges that that this will encourage more vigilantes to to. And it makes the country more dangerous for everybody, because if we're supposed to all be trying to unite the country. How does that happen when 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 you have people celebrating somebody who went there with malicious intent and then ended up in the situation and then his mom is to blame as well. But then people say, well, he was defending. uh, He was he went there to go defend people's stuff. Well, here's the thing is we already have legal mechanisms to deal with looters, to deal with thieves and to deal with other people. And guess what? The punishment for that is not the punishment for that is not death. So when these people are are looked at or called, oh, they were looters or rioters, whatever that it is, that, that whatever term makes you see fit. Right. The punishment for that is not death. And the other part of it is, is that and I've been trying to scream this from the mountaintops for years because it seems like the people who are okay or were invested in the not guilty verdict are like, you know, those are the protect this country people and all this stuff. But here is the here is the thing is that I have gone around the world speaking to our troops at so many military bases. So I've been boots on the ground and the idea that our servicemen and women, I've seen the conditions they live in. I've seen the food they've eaten. I've eaten it. I've slept on cots with wool blankets. I've done these things. So I understand on a small level of what they go through. But the idea that they fight for our freedoms and our rights. And then we would then on the back end ask people to not exercise those rights or even frown upon it, then Ralph, what the hell is their service for? I understand what you're saying. And especially the first part, when you're talking about people being invested in a not guilty verdict, because it furthers some type agenda that they, that they already have. It, it, it's very weird that this became a left right thing when the actual um, issue in Kenosha seemed to also be a left-right thing. You know, I guess some people would say, well, no, that's not weird. That's exactly how this would happen. But here's the deal. Like, one side is law and order. Okay? And the idea that law and order stops becoming necessary once somebody else is ignorant of law and order is absolutely ludicrous. You're either for law and order or you are not for law and order. Paul Gosar, congressman from the state of Arizona, just tweeted that he'd like to arm wrestle Matt Gates for the right to give Kyle Rittenhouse a job. Okay. What? Paul Gosar has also been a champion of the idea that the woman who was shot crawling through a window at the Capitol on January 6th did nothing wrong. Cognitive dissonance that it takes to hold up these cultural totems of who we're going to root for based on whether we're a Republican or whether we're a Democrat is absolutely insane. You can't say that Ashley Babbitt uh, died a hero doing something criminal, um, but Rosenbaum and Hugh 
who had criminal pasts died because they were doing what? Seeing somebody with a gun and trying to get it away from them. You know, the, the, the entire, so like the entire situation is just bonkers that people will lift up, move around, shift whatever standards they hold dear. So long as it either upsets somebody who is on the other side of them politically and, or furthers their agenda. The people are being manipulated by this Bro, type of stuff. The, but the but then it, it's the people who like you us at the dude in Arizona and Matt Gates. Matt Gates talking about you want to give this dude a job? What are you talking about? He clearly has bad judgment. Like like even even if you are a person who because because I understand the legal technicalities of how you get to a not guilty verdict in in these things. But the thing that cannot be ignored is is that you can say, okay, he ended up not guilty, but that's not right. That, that, that the legal system, that it doesn't necessarily, and we haven't accounted for these sorts of things because they didn't happen 50 years ago, hundred years ago, 200 years ago. This is not what, what, what happened. And also, but also, it kind of did, though. Right. When 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 you had black people who would be at the Woolworths counter and people would come up and attack them there. This is the same situation. And and people say, oh, well, the one guy was armed. OK, but he will clearly wasn't trying to to attack him. And the, the thing, Ralph, that I just sit with is that is that, yes, this sort of. Um, engaging with protesters in a violent way has been looked at in this country as a as okay for hundreds of years, and that that's where we as a people have to say, listen, we're not going for that anymore. We have to say we're going to do something different. But then you have the Matt Gates and and Bobarts and all these people of the world who are just like. Like you want to condone stuff that's not right because it because it furthers your 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 grift. It makes you more popular. These people do not love the country. Just like people who want to burn it down don't love the country. It, it's it's it is so incredibly frustrating to be a normal, sane human being who wants to use logic, God, and freaking uh, you know, love to lead when you have all these imbeciles who just want to just incite fear, the the, the uh, fear porn of the other side, and that the uh, and that whatever idea that you don't agree with, that that's going to ruin your life, burn down the country, and everything else. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
the Nikki Glazer podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But now the... No, go on. No, I I mean, I, I, I I suppose you're right. I spend a lot of time frustrated reading the news, seeing the things that we that, that, that we see. I think that one of the, the important things to remember in this case is, you know, this was a powder keg because this is America. Like, if you look at the circumstances of everybody who was involved in that, you have an undersupervised kid who thinks that uh, buying a long gun and storing it at a friend's house is a good idea. Who thinks that the uh, the the police aren't going to be able to do um, the job of protecting a community that he doesn't even live in? So he needs to involve himself in that process. You have a mentally ill person who was just discharged from a psychiatric hold off his meds, wandering uh, the the streets, reacting to getting a gun pointed at him by violently chasing somebody who has a long gun, who isn't even involved in the protests, somebody who grew up molested, then turned around and molested other people and spent time living in a tent in Kenosha. You have another guy who spent his entire life in a dysfunctional home 
with a mother who was a hoarder who assaulted many of his siblings due to what the people in his life call is just an inability to cope with the mess that he was made to live in got to the point where he was cleaning up his life, but knew Jacob Blake and wanted to be part of the protests. You have somebody else who was completely wore down mentally from their time spent as a medic treating the victims of crime in Milwaukee, who decided that his time was best spent as a medic in a situation uh, where he was servicing the needs of protesters. And you bring all of those people together in a city where Jacob Blake, who apparently had issues with domestic violence, took seven bullets in the back from a police force that has a long history of pulling the trigger first and asking questions later. This is disease and rot on all sides, mental health, violence, authoritarianism, um, just di- disrespect for uh, your your own home life, rotten upbringing. This is a fabric. Uh, this is part of the fabric of who we are as America. And if, if we don't start to deal with some of these things at the absolute root, whether it's the media getting into people's minds, trying to spread the story that we're in some kind of war and it's your job to go out and get a gun and protect Walgreens, which is what Madison Cawthorn, the congressman from the city uh, right next to me here in Charlotte is saying, be armed and be dangerous. You know, unless we treat, um, uh, you know, the fact that, that so many people are suffering from hurt and pain that they turn around and they inflict on others, we're going to have these people run into each other and cause issues like this. And until we fix a justice system that actually has the ability to prosecute crimes in 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 an honest and discerning manner. Like, remember, people are uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden just said the jury system works. George, if the jury system worked, prosecutors wouldn't spend all their time trying to deal out and avoid a jury. The yep. system doesn't even want anything to do with the system. Correct. The entire yep. country's a, a mess right now. And this this abscess that burst is symptomatic of everything that we're going through and the idea that anybody would be clapping or cheering or making it partisan or celebrating anything right now is very bizarre because the disease still exists in all of us oh and a dude a dude who's been on my radio show multiple times he doesn't know that he's been banned from from my radio show now because it it was the it's not because he disagreed I don't care as anybody who's been on my show, anybody who's been on this podcast, listen to it. I don't care about people disagreeing with me. It was the intentional malicious spiking of the football in a way that was like clearly trying to incite people. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to part of that. I'll, uh, I'll uh, find somebody else to do it. You hear me? And, and that's just it. So the, this is what I'm seeing on social media right now is the the divide that already existed just getting a little bit wider. And for a lot of people will say, well, that divide's worth it if I don't have to be around people who think this way, say these things, do this. Go- there's no avoiding it. But but now the question is, Ralph, how does this impact sports? Because we, we saw in the bubble, right, where players where the players they didn't play all sorts of stuff and there's been more activism 
by the players speaking out about things in this country. I know that Inez Kanter and all, all these people are mad at Le- LeBron and Nike in China and other companies and all of this. And I've spoken extensively on those things. But the the idea, though, that. Like, if you didn't like the fact that athletes were speaking out already, they're going to continue to do it. Because we, we keep trying to fix the symptoms, right? I don't want protesting. I don't want uh, the, the uh, I don't want this. I don't want that. Fix the actual problem. It's, it, it, it's like if you keep getting headaches every day and you go take an Advil every single day or you take migraines medicine or Excedrin medicine, you get it every single day and you keep only treating the symptoms that's that's lunacy. At some point, you have to stop and say, hold up, there might be a larger problem here that, that we should fix. And then maybe the headaches will stop. Like like that. And like to bring it back to my faith, the Bible says that the greatest commandment is love. Love breaks down walls, it breaks down barriers. It's hard to do at times. To but the but I don't see a, a way forward. Big and, and truthfully, I feel very and you you know I'm a very optimistic person. I feel very discouraged right right now. And the only reason why I feel discouraged is because I know the answer is love, right? Because if we lead with love and treat people with love, even if their hearts are hardened, they will eventually be softened. Then how? But the problem is everybody won't do that. So that that's the that's the part or enough people. I know, I'm not confident enough people will do that. And that's the part that's discouraging to me, Ralph, is that I don't know if we have the numbers to do it correctly. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think that... Yeah, love is important, but so is grace because it's it, it, it's easy to say that you love people but not give them grace, right? Mm, yeah, great. Grace is the only thing that interrupts the idea that it's an eye for an eye. To most people, this is just another step in an impending culture war or one that we're already embroiled in. But if you think that. Kyle Rittenhouse is an irredeemable piece of shit or that the, that the two people that he killed are irredeemable pieces of shit. Like if you believe that, then there is no, there is no room for grace. And if you believe that as somebody who professes a, a, a Christian faith, then you're incredibly off base because that book that you read Moses Killer. David? Killer. Samson? Killer. Simon Peter? Assaulted a cop. Paul? Formerly Saul? Killer. Yep. That whole book is filled with people with redemption arcs, afforded grace for the purposes of illustrating the redemption of society. There's no path forward. Without grace, there is no hope at redemption without grace. And if that is not something that you ascribe to as as a person, then understand the road that you're going down is permanent. The divide only widens. You have to choo- choose grace. Like you said in, in, in leading with love, you, you have to choose grace. Yeah. If, if you have decided forever that everybody involved in this is a certain thing or the people that you're disagreeing with today on social media are a certain thing. That's forever. At some point, either you give grace or you receive grace or all we have is a divide. And the only thing that comes out of divide is stuff like what happened in Kenosha. That's it. So what do you think that the, how this is going to impact sports over the next few weeks? Choices will be made by certain athletes to speak up 
certain choices will be made by certain athletes to, to not say anything. This will creep into the workplace and the locker room just like it does anywhere else. I think that one of the things that I don't want to see and one of the things that we have to get away from is the media, especially sports journalists, looking for some type of way to get clicks, make waves, be relevant in the moment, asking athletes questions that maybe they're not necessarily equipped or ready to answer in the moment. That's one thing that I've had about enough of. Just because you have a microphone and you're in front of an athlete in the moment doesn't mean that they are ready or willing to have something to say about one of these important social issues that could affect their, not only their pocketbook, but their relationship with their locker room and their family. These are things that need to be cleared with the athletes first, before you go and talk to them about it. And, and first and foremost, the only reason that you have an audience with them is because they are an athlete. You need to respect that relationship. Don't turn this into the whole vaccine thing. Because of all of the stuff that people you know, got mad at Aaron Rodgers about, I at least understand that he was saying, I didn't want to be in a situation where I participated in, in, in the media just looking for sound bites on COVID and stuff like that. That's not necessarily – is it public interest? Sure, to some people. But for the most part, these people have a job to do, and that is entertain people. That is their job. If you expect them to be well-versed on societal issues or to not just speak out of emotion, that's a you problem. Yep. Your expectations of these athletes and them not meeting them, that is literally on you. Until they have an opportunity to be educated on those things or relate them to their own life experiences, give them grace as well. Like this is this is one of those things where you're going to get a couple athletes come out, say the wrong thing, outrage machine, go nuts, yada, yada, yada. We're going to talk about it on this show. It's just like th- that. that's just going to be the situation that we're in. This is also going to become a permanent foothold that someone references the next time that something in society pops off uh, just in the same way that people talked about George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin and oh, just a- every other major legal case that that sits along racial, cultural, and political divides. This is just going to be a reference point from here on out, and that's yep. and and, that, and that's incredibly frustrating. The and and the, the stick to sports people, the stick to sports people, they're going to be having a bad time. They're going to be having a real bad time because this is just the way it is now. Yeah. If if you want to avoid culture and politics. Then you're following a, the wrong thing. Yeah, bro. There, there. These things run hand in hand. Um, you guys can always weigh in on all of these issues and d- discuss it with us further. And we'll discuss it here and with you privately. You can shoot us an email. I'm at I M M A D at unafraid show.com or shoot us a text message. 818-293-7547. Peace out. Catch you guys later. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.